You're listening to the Trailblazers podcast, episode 51 with Dr. Tiffany Stewart. You're listening to the Trailblazers podcast, where we will explore the stories of successful black professionals. Join us as we highlight the knowledge, resources, and tools of these accomplished trailblazers to help provide the know-how, confidence, and motivation you need to blaze your trail. And now, here's your host, Stephen Hart. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Trailblazers podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Hart. And on today's episode, I'm so excited to be talking with Dr. Tiffany Stewart. She's a national speaker, a professional life coach and mentor, a trained licensed therapist and a tenured associate professor of counseling. Uh, She works with individuals, teaching them step-by-step how to create the life they want and desire. We had a great conversation today. I won't drag this on much more. I'll allow you guys to jump right in. I hope you enjoy this content. Please, you know, share a tweet with me or hit me up on Instagram or Facebook. And let me know what you enjoyed most about today's episode. You can find us anywhere on social at TBPod. Guys, enjoy today's episode. Take lots of notes and let's talk on the flip side. Dr. Tiffany, welcome and thanks for joining us on today's episode. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure and I am so excited to be here with you today. So I'm so excited to have you share just a little bit of your wisdom and your knowledge with our community. And I'm hoping that you ignite a flame tonight to be able to help us live the life that we want to live, right? Absolutely. That's what we're going for. So you've got a lot happening in your life right now, but I wanted to start the call off today, as I do most interviews, by asking you to reflect and share what you're most grateful for right now. I actually keep a gratitude journal. Do you? I do. I keep a gratitude journal and I make it a habit to every day list at least five things that I'm grateful for. Wow. Every day. I like that. Yes. And so every day I try to find something, even when I have a bad day or a stressful day, I try to look for the good in everything. And it really could be as small as the sun was out today or I opened my eyes today. <laughs> I'm comfortable or whatever. I feel like if you could find gratitude and the smallest of the smallest things, then your life would be so much better. So I always try to be thankful for whatever in every moment that I'm in. Makes you really become more aware of the things we take for granted, right? Absolutely. Because we take so much for granted. And I don't think a lot of people really, really can wrap their brains around the things that we take for granted that really we don't have to have in our lives. And so many people would die to have some of the little things that we have. And so I try to make it a point to really, really just be thankful for every single thing that I can be thankful for and grateful for. That's so true. That's so Mm -hmm. true. I'm excited now. Good deal. We started off with an amazing nugget. That's great. So, you know, I was thinking about us starting this off and I kind of wanted you to share something about Dr. Tiffany that we don't often see in the spotlight. Last week before we prepped this, you're sharing with me, you're cooking food for Thanksgiving. And I was like, you know, 
want to know more about this Dr. Tiff. <laughs> you know, it's so funny because I am like a typical woman, meaning that women are complex and we are just multidimensional and I have so many different layers to me. But yes, I was sharing with you that I was cooking the Thanksgiving meal. So we had about, I counted them after you told me about how many people were going to be your in-laws. And we had about 25 people. Wow. So I cooked for all of those people and I'm from New Orleans. So I feel like you can't really be a girl from New Orleans if you don't know how to cook. So that is really one of my favorite pastimes. Like I love to cook and bake. So it's really rare that you find someone who does both. Either you can do the cooking really well, but you can't bake or you can bake really well and you can't cook. But I love both (laughs) of them. So yeah, that's one thing. And people look at me and they're like, you don't look like you're very domesticated, like you don't cook. But I'm like, no, absolutely. It can get down. I do That's a little right. something in the kitchen. That's right. <laughs> nice, nice. Yes, absolutely. Love that. So <laughs> take me back for a little bit here. As you reflect back on your past, is there someone or something that maybe helped to ignite or inspire your life's work to this point? You know, there's one person that comes to mind for me is the very first person who I can actually say gave me the space to think beyond where I was in my life. Mm -hmm. And it was my college professor in my very first psychology class. And the reason why this person was so significant for me was because I really had no dreams, no ambition. I really wasn't even my goal to finish college. I just really enrolled in college just to have something to say when someone asked what I was doing with my life since I had graduated from high school. So I really was just there to hang out. And this first psychology class, and was my second year of college, actually, she just walked into the classroom and she told everybody that we're all capable of obtaining our degrees. And she said that it actually was going to be the hardest part to get your undergraduate degree. And she was a doctor, a PhD, a psychologist. And she said, this is really going to be the hardest part. If you get through your undergrad, everything else is going to be a piece of cake. Wow. And no one had ever told me that before. Yeah. No one had ever told me that I was capable of doing something, of being more than just who I was. And she was the first person who gave me that room. Her name was Dr. Leary. And from that point, I was like, okay, I, okay, I'm going to take you up on that. Like, I'm going to see. Like, I kind of wanted to prove her wrong, but then I wanted to see if it was true. And mm. she was the first person who gave me that space to even think outside of that. Wow. That's awesome. It's so interesting. Thing, and I'm sure she didn't realize the impact she had in that moment, right? I'm sure she didn't. You know, episode 16, Sean Dove, he talks about the power of our words mm. and the impact of our words. Uh, interesting. I appreciate you sharing that. It's powerful, the effect of what we say and how we say certain things, right? The, Absolutely. The effect they can have on someone long term. Absolutely. And it kind of feeds into what I'm doing now because yes. I just feel like I am a vessel to feed back 
back into someone else, that very thing. That's right. So let's talk about that, right? You have this amazing testimony. As I was reading your story, I connected on so many levels on timing wise. Your valley was that 2005 period, yes? Yes. And mine was a little bit after, much closer to like the financial crisis of 08. But I'd love for you to maybe share a little bit of today, right? You're helping people create the life they want. Maybe Mm -hmm. share a little bit of that backstory on what led to that and kind of where we are right now. So my backstory, just a little of that started about 2002. And I was in New Orleans, my hometown, and I was working. I had obtained my master's degree at that point and rehab counseling, which I hated. And (laughs) I hated from the very first day I walked into the classroom. But I am the type of person that if I store something, I need to follow it all the way through to the end. Wow. So I went ahead with degree, but because it had counseling on the end, I always knew I wanted to be a counselor and I wanted to help people. And so I figured that because it had counseling on the end, I was going to be able to do what I wanted to do. Apply it some way. Right. In some way, shape or form. But that didn't go all too well. (laughs) And I wasn't getting those counseling jobs where I was working one-on-one with clients. So I was actually helping people who were on worker comp to get off a worker's comp and and get back to work. So essentially, I was working for the insurance company and not for my clients. So I actually hated that because I just didn't feel like I was really, really serving my clients. In the midst of that, I knew that I wanted to go back to school to really get a counseling degree. But then I didn't want to go back to school because I was tired of school. So (laughs) I kept Mm. losing my job because I wasn't doing a very good job because I hated it. Fulfilling your purpose. Right. (laughs) So it wasn't a coincidence that I kept losing my job (laughs) after a little while. And so I said, okay, well, I'm going to try something. I'm going to try something different. So I tried every avenue. So I started buying real estate because I was trying to make money because at that point, that's all that was important to me. I wanted to make money, make money, make money. I started buying real estate and that worked out for a little while, but I still was coming up short. So I said, okay, well, I'm going to go back to school. So I applied for a program in New Orleans and I didn't get into the program because I didn't want to move. I wanted to stay home because there was something inside of me that knew once I left New Orleans, I would never return to live. Mm. And I didn't want to leave. So at the time, again, everything that I tried just failed. So I couldn't get into a PhD program down there. I kept coming up short money wise. I kept losing my jobs. Everything, everything was just failing, failing, failing. So finally I said, well, I'm going to apply to a PhD program in Ohio at the University of Akron. So it was the only program that I applied to at that time. And they invited me for on-campus interview. And I really didn't have the money to go, but I was like, well, I'm just going to go, whatever. So I went to the interview. I got accepted. I was excited, but I was sad because I didn't want to leave home. So I decided, okay, well, I'm going to go. At the time, I had a daughter. I was a single parent. She was five years old. So the program was started in August. I left two weeks before the program started to get my place, get it set up, get her enrolled in school and everything. Monday, August 29th, first day of my PhD program was the day of Hurricane Katrina. Wow. I just remember just sitting in the class and I'm just like, I'm numb because I couldn't believe what was happening, what was going on in my city. But the timing, like there was something that just kept pushing me out, pushing me out. And I didn't know what it was and I was fighting it tooth and nail. But (laughs) the timing, it was something that was pushing me away from that. And so that 
that's really how I started on my journey. And the four years that I was in my PhD program was, it was like a hurricane. Uh, It was terrible. It was horrible. It never, never let up the entire time I was in the program. And it just taught me a really valuable lesson that things happen for a reason. You cannot fight against it because I was constantly fighting against everything, trying to control everything. And there were so many things that were out of my control and I could not have even planned for things to go any other way. It was just so out of my control and I was a control freak. And so imagine if you're a control freak and there's so many things that I was not in control of. So I had to learn how to let go, how to release. And that was the lesson that came in that for me. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. So bring us forward to kind of how this, this is such a great story. And I appreciate you kind of sharing this backstory. Help us transition to kind of what you're doing today as a coach and as a mentor. You're helping people create the life that they want to live today. What brought you there? The thing that brought me to where I am right now has a lot to do with my backstory. So I was going along with the flow to a certain degree, meaning that I was doing the things that people told me I needed to do in order to be successful. So at one point, I didn't feel like I was even capable of doing anything. But then once it was placed in my mind that I could do something, that I could graduate from college and actually have a degree because at the time, no one in my immediate family had a degree from college. So I didn't think that it was possible for me either. So from that point, I started following almost like a rubric. Like, Mm. if you do this, then you get that. If you do that, then you get this. So I was following everything that people told me I needed to follow in order to be successful. And doing those things, it got me to where I am and to where I wanted to be. I am a college professor professor, tenured associate professor. I'm a licensed practicing therapist, but there was still something missing for me. And at that point, it almost felt like I needed to give birth to something. It was something that I needed to get out of me, but I didn't know what it was. I just really couldn't understand it. And I couldn't understand why I wasn't happy. There was a part of me that felt like I was ungrateful Mm -hmm. because like, how dare you not be happy? You have this great job that I know people people who would die to have this job. Right. And I wasn't happy because it wasn't feeding my soul. It wasn't pouring back into me. And it was something that I saw was a common thread among my counseling clients as well, just not really being fulfilled in their lives. So I started asking myself, what is it that I really want? What is it that I really, really want to do? And that began me on my journey trying to figure this thing out. And there were people who were placed in in my path. I'll tell you a funny story quickly. It was about two years ago. My daughter and I were on a plane going to Hawaii for spring break. So I have my notebook with me and I'm like, I'm going to figure this out. I'm (laughs) writing down everything, what I need to do, and (laughs) just really still trying to get clear on the direction that I wanted to go in. So we're sitting in the middle of the plane. It's one of those big jets. I guess. And it has the three seats in the middle and the two rows on either side, Uh you know? Yep. So my daughter and I were in the middle and there's a guy 
guy on the inn and he was somebody, the lady in front of him asked him, would he mind switching seats with her daughter because they wanted to sit together and she was a few rows up. So he's like, sure, sure, no problem. So this lady sits down. Her name is Tracy Fenton. And we just struck up a conversation. I guess it was like a eight hour plane ride or so. So we had some time to kill. (laughs) And she starts to tell me what she does for her business, which is help businesses figure out what their mission is and what their purpose is. And I was like, oh my gosh. And so I show her my workbook, workbook. my notebook. And I'm like, this is what I'm working on now. So she was like, let's do it. We have some time. Nice. (laughs) So again, it's that timing thing, right? Because she wasn't even supposed to be sitting there. No, she was. She absolutely was. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. And that man needed to get out of the way. (laughs) Exactly. So I'm like, this is God. This is the universe speaking to me. So I look for those signs all over the place. Now, I don't dismiss them. Mm. So that really started me on my journey. So this is great. No, that's a great feeder into this, right? So how can we create the life that we want? How can you help me? How can you help this community move to achieving the same? Yes, yes, yes. So I was telling you about my journey and how I figured out my process. So in figuring out my process and what really makes me happy, what feeds my soul, led me to what my purpose is, which is helping other people create their most fulfilled life. Yes. Right. And so by me going through my process, everything that I had to go through, which before I didn't understand everything that I was going through and I was fighting against it and I was so upset that I couldn't figure it out. But every single step that I made, every roadblock, barrier, obstacle led me to this place where I am now, where I can walk other people through how you find out what your purpose is, what feeds your soul, how to actually get there without going through all the bumps and the bruises that I had to go through. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And create what it is that you want in your life, because I am a firm believer that you actually get to create what it is that you want in your life. This is your movie. Your life is your movie. You have the storing role in it. You're not a supporting actor, right? So you don't have to sit on the sideline being a spectator in your own life. Mm. You get to create what it is that you want. And that is what I feel like my purpose is and what I help people to do now. And so you're helping them find their purpose. Right. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. What was your greatest fear in all this? My greatest fear in all of this is not being able to accomplish it. Mm. Not knowing exactly how to get there. Right. How do you manage that? What are you doing to help get beyond that? First of all, I heard one speaker and the way that he put it is that for everything that you want, there is a relationship to get you there quicker. Right. Right. So meaning that coaching, there's a person who has been where I am right now and where I want to be. So I work with a coach. Yes. So you yourself have coaches? Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. I would feel like a fraud if I said, hey, I'm a coach. Come and work with me. But I didn't believe in coaching. Yourself don't drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It would be like me being a therapist, but I don't believe in therapy for myself. Okay. So, yeah, I absolutely believe in coaching. So I work with a coach right now who 
helps me to build out what it is that I want to build out and how to actually get there quicker than me just trying to figure it out on my own. Great. I'm curious, what do you think, having an experience of doing this, what have you found that is keeping so many of us from achieving our purpose and living in that purpose? Fear. Mm, yes. So many people are fearful yes. of the very thing that I said, not it not happening. Right. People talking about you and wondering what in the world is she doing? <laughs> that is the dumbest idea. Right. That is never going to work. Right. <laughs> I get that all the time. Even when I was going to school, you know, I would have people say to me, why are you going to school for another degree? Like you just like to go to school. You want to be a career student. So people will talk about you. You will get ridiculed. You will make mistakes along the way. But I think that's the biggest thing. People are fearful of what they don't know. Yes. Yes. It's so important to bring that up. You know, I've shared this with our community on past episodes, but yeah, a big believer in allowing yourself to work through your idea, Mm -hmm. independent of the people closest to you Mm -hmm. initially, right? Work through research and prove to yourself that your concept, your idea has validity, has promise, right? Mm -hmm. Before asking for opinion or asking for acceptance of your idea from those closest to you because sometimes that very same fairy talk about that lives within us also lives within those people who have no idea where this idea came from or who it may uh-huh. serve right it may not serve right. them but it may very well have a it may provide a solution to a problem for the people who you're thinking about right and right. so i have made a deliberate effort dr tiffany to work through that a little bit before i share those ideas openly and get them knocked down, right? Mm-hmm. Before they even mm-hmm. had a chance to get going, right? I did right. that with the podcast. Done that now with a few other things that even right now as I'm working through ideas for the coming year, I allow myself to document them and do the research on the people who it will serve before I really bring it to the front of those closest to me. Mm-hmm. I thought that was important to share right here too. Absolutely. And, and just to really add on to that, I do the same thing. I really don't share a lot of what people close to me would consider off the wall or non-traditional type of ideas with people who have not done it, people who don't really have a vision outside of the norm. Because, you know, I finally accept it in my older years (laughs) that, you know, I don't think the same way that most people do. And that at one time I was a little ashamed of it. (laughs) We all are. Um, Yeah, we all went through that point, right? Yes, but I have embraced it now. And so the only people that I share my ideas with that seem to be off the wall are the people who are doing what I want to do. Yes. So a lot of what you're sharing is really important for our listeners to consume, right? And I hope that those listening, I hope you guys are taking note. This is important that you guys really are able to, before you even get started, right? I didn't understand that why, why you want to do what you want to do and understand what you purpose is and be able to kind of move into that, right? And step away from the fear. I had that fear for three years before this podcast got going. And even today, I was having a conversation with someone. I'm like, I wonder what this podcast would have been had I got going two years ago, right? Mm, mm. How much further along? I believe that everything happens in its time. So I don't have regret. But obviously, to your point, fear can stop you in your tracks, right? And stop you from accomplishing your greatness. Absolutely. And 
And we should definitely allow ourselves to either get the coaching we need from someone like Dr. Tiffany, all right? Uh-huh. Or get the help that you need to be able to take that first step, take that action. As you said with your professor, you know, that first step was the hardest one, right? Right. Getting that first degree was the hardest one. The other ones, as hard as they were, it was easier because you were already in emotion, right? So Right. Absolutely. And you mentioned your why, which is something that's really, really important to me, helping people to figure out their why, which is the very first thing that I work on with clients. And it really helps to pinpoint what it is that they want. And when we work on their why, I want them to work on what it is for them without any labels attached to them, like without you being a father, a mother, you know, a daughter, a sister, whatever it is that you put the label on, like what is it that you really, really want? What is your thing that feeds your soul? I love that. And so, yeah, that's the very first thing that I work on. And that's my leap workbook. It really helps people to get a jump start. My free, it's actually free on my website just to give people just a jump start to really start figuring out what that why is for them. Let's just go ahead and just throw them a bone. Just tell them what the web link is right now. Yeah, so my website is www.tiffanystewartphd.com. T-I-F-F-A-N-Y-S-T-E-W-A-R-T-P-H-D.com. And it takes you right to the link to download that free LEAP workbook. And the questions in there are really simple. You may think that they are simple, but the feedback that I have received from it is, you know, this was so much harder than what I thought it was going to be because Mm. these are questions that I never really asked myself. Right. Yeah. That's really important. I will be checking that out myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, absolutely. That's good. So I find myself, I just finished reading a couple books here. Start With Why, Simon Sinek. And Mm -hmm. prior to that, I was reading Essentialism by Greg McKeown. And one of the things I feel like Essentialism has had me reframing my 2017 goals a bit mm-hmm. and the approach I want to take moving into this new year and was very inspired by this book but it has had me asking the question about my decision making right and you know working through the noise of life how do you actually go about deciding what is important and being able to separate that from what is non-essential here's the thing that I use as a gauge <laughs> this is real big so make sure you get this down <laughs> my emotions mm. <laughs> I use use my emotions as a gauge to let me know if I'm on the right track or not. Meaning that if it's something that I am emotionally attached to, if it gives me energy, if it gives me life, that's what I feel like I need to be going after. When I'm working on my work that I'm doing now with LEAP and my coaching, I could literally work on it from the time I get up in the morning to the time I go to sleep. I don't need to go to the bathroom. I don't need to eat. I don't need to take a break or anything. When I'm doing anything else, that I'm really, really not emotionally attached to. I'm tired. (laughs) I just want to take a nap. Oh my gosh. I can't even hold my eyes open. (laughs) Yes. You know, so I definitely, I use my emotions. And if it's something that I feel like is feeding me and it's something inside of you, your emotions, that thing is never going to really lead you wrong. It's like your intuition. It's never going to lead you wrong. And that's what I use as my compass. 
Mm, love that. I'd love to have you share some of your most treasured tools and resources with us before we go ahead and wrap up. I'm curious to know, what's a book that you've read in the recent past that's inspired you most? Oh my gosh, I'm a reader, so I could give Are you like you? 10 or 12, but I, well, give can I give us a you few. two? Yeah, absolutely. Give, give us a couple. <laughs> So on this journey now, this entrepreneur journey, the book that I have found most helpful is The 4-Hour Workweek yes. by Tim Ferriss. Yes. It's like the Bible, right? For entrepreneurs. I think 4-Hour Workweek <laughs> has now surpassed Think and Grow Rich as the most recommended book on the podcast. Yes, I absolutely love it because it's really helped me to know that I don't have to be an intricate part in, of every single piece right. of the business and how to automate a lot of things. So that is one book that I actually love. As far as personal development is concerned, my absolute all-time favorite is The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by Deepak Chopra. Mm. And I gifted to, oh my gosh, I can't even tell you how many people I have gifted that book to. Really? Are you familiar with it? I'm not. You're going to have me pulling that up on audiobook immediately. Oh my gosh, it's such a quick <laughs> read. It's such a quick read. And the principles are so super simple, but I promise you it was life changing wow. for me when I was going through all of the turmoil and in, in my life back from 2005 to 2009. It was the book that was life changing for me and still a go-to for me. Wow. I have the physical book. I have it on an audio book. I mean, I love it and I still gift it today to others. Wow. I will be putting that in the queue. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, Dr. Tiffany, what is something small you've done this month that you're proud of? I didn't give up. <laughs> I'm not a giver-upper. There are times when things are not really going my way, and it's easy for me to get into my comfort zone and just like, why am I doing this again? No, I push through because it's something that I believe in, and it's something that I actually coach people on doing and I counsel people on doing. And so I take my own medicine. Yes. Yes. All right. So name an online resource. It could be an app, software, or maybe a tool that you use every day. And it's something you can't live without. <laughs> so I told you I'm not a very techie person. That's fine. But Google is your friend. Yes. <laughs> I Google everything, but I also know that you are a huge fan of this one, and I absolutely cannot go a day without it. Why am I drawing a blank to Evernote? Yes. Every single day, I come up with an idea. I literally will wake up out of my sleep. I'll grab my phone, go to Evernote, write down whatever it is that I want to remember. <laughs> <laughs> It's, Pull it back up on my It's funny my listeners now know day. how much I'm an Evernote junkie. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh I, my gosh. Love it. I've actually started using Evernote to even do a daily journal. And what I've found interesting too, it's something I did. Funny you talked about your flights and your pink book, right? Um, mm -hmm. I actually live, especially on long flights, I live in Evernote in flights. And <laughs> I find that I will do a massive brain dump because I'm not online. No one can bother me in that I've flown east to west coast like four or five times in the last year. And every time I do, I find that that's like five uninterrupted hours of me just 
expanding thought, right? On right. all things. And yeah, I love Evernote. And so what I wanted to share is you can now create notebooks in Evernote and notebooks within notebooks that oh, really? are able to help you organize your notes because you might have, you know, a million notes in there. But Absolutely, what you can actually do. do now is you can create like a notebook for coaching. And then within your coaching notebook, you could have another notebook for a particular client, Jane Brooks is a oh client. Oh my gosh. So you That's can have super a exciting. you can have a notebook for Jane Brooks inside of your coaching notebook and then everything in Jane's notebook is all your notes. Right. So you can have a note for your conversation on November 27th, another note for December 12th. Right. And so I have found once I figured that out, I have so much order (laughs) to the kit, you know, because I'm crazy about Evernotes. I have all these notes, Mm. but now it's really organized and I love it. Listen, that's like a game changer. (laughs) I have to get on that. (laughs) It is. It is. So for everyone listening who knows I'm an Evernote junkie, I just dropped some knowledge on you right there. Absolutely. I'm excited about it. So, Dr. Tiff, before we wrap up, love to invite you to share one action all our aspiring trailblazers should commit to this week to help them blaze their trail. The one action that I want everyone to commit to this week is to figure out what it is that you want in your life. And you can do this by using my LEAP workbook as a tool. And by the way, LEAP stands for Let Go Expectations Accept Possibilities for your life. Love it. Love it. Yes. It helps you to really know what it is that you want in your life to start or to create that vision for your life. So shameless plug, but I love it. And I want everyone listening to jump on that workbook, right? Absolutely. Take that first step, right? So uh, you shared your website earlier, www.tiffanystuartphd.com, right? And yes. how else can we stay connected to you? I will go ahead and finish up. On Instagram and Twitter, I am at Dr. Tiff, PhD. That's D-R-T-I-F-F-P-H-D. And on Facebook, I am at Dr. Tiffany Stewart, Success Coach. So you can reach me on any of those platforms. Dr. Tiffany, I am so very thankful that we had the opportunity to talk with you. I love this conversation. It inspired me in many ways to kind of look at the areas of my life that I'm still allowing fear to stand in the way of me moving the puck, so to say, Mm. into 2017. And I encourage everyone listening, this is a great opportunity, you know, whether you have the need to work with Dr. Tiffany or some other coach that might help you to move the chain in your life towards living that life that you want to live. But I encourage you and I challenge you and I know Dr. Tiffany challenges you to to take that step, make that action and make it happen, right? So I couldn't be more thankful. Very, 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 very appreciative of giving up some time to share some of this knowledge with our community. Thank you. Likewise, I appreciate the opportunity. Well, that's it for today. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Trailblazers podcast. I'll be posting links to all of today's book recommendations and links mentioned on our show notes page at tbpod.com. If today was your first time listening to the Trailblazers podcast, I just want to extend a warm Trailblazers welcome to you. We're so happy to have you here and we encourage you to go ahead and hit that subscribe button in your favorite podcast app. 
go ahead and browse through some of our past episodes to keep the knowledge flowing. If you're a fan of the podcast and today's content, and you're maybe already subscribed to the podcast, please continue to share and invite your friends, your family, your colleagues to listen to an episode that you think might impact them most. We believe that someone listening to these inspiring stories will be moved to make significant changes that will have generational impact for many others, both now and well into the future. Don't miss next week's episode. New episodes are released each and every Monday by about 5 a.m. Eastern. Trailblazers, jump off this podcast today. Go find a way to rise above, go way beyond, and keep blazing your trail. Cheers.